Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Tonight I want to talk to you. We've been in our series about um, I may look like I'm overwhelmed, but God made sure that I can overcome. Man, that's, that's been blessing me. Man, it might look like I'm overwhelmed right now, but God made sure I can overcome. Ooh, I'll tell you what, that's a really good word. It may look like I'm overwhelmed, but God said I can overcome. Praise be the Lord. Amen. Listen to this scripture I found for you in Psalm 57, 6. Psalm 57, 6. Um, and I, t- I tell you, I got it. I put it in it. Um, I put it. I, I swapped it around a little bit. I put it in the Passion Translation. Let's read it in the King James, and then we'll read it in the Passion. I should have put that up there for you. But look what it says here. They have prepared a net for me for my steps. My soul is bowed down. They have digged a pit before me and into the midst whereof they are what? Fallen themselves. Now, I want you to see this. We'll pull it up there. I found it in the Passion, I think it is. I love this part where it says in the Passion. For Selah, it says this. It says, pause in his presence. Today, I want to talk to you about this. It says, for they have set a trap for me of frantic fear. And I want to talk to you tonight about overcoming the fear that maybe you may be facing. Now, listen to me. Fear, and I'm going to tell you what, this is really powerful. Please share this. Let's take the time. I didn't ask you. Please, everything we do, share it. We're helping so many people. I want you to share it. Share it. Share it with your friends. Host a watch party. Do the stuff you guys know to do. Because fear is trying to grip people on a daily basis, not just what we see going on in the earth, but the spirit of fear. Amen. The spirit of fear is trying to grip the church and stop the church from going to another level. And fear is trying to stop you from maximizing your potential in life. So here's what I want you to do. Look what it says here. In Psalm 57, 6, the Passion Translation reads so good. And I want you to look at this. For they have set a trap for me. Frantic fear has overwhelmed me or has me overwhelmed. Isn't that so good? So fear has gotten to the point where it's almost overwhelming me, and I don't know what I'm going to do. But look, the very trap they set for me has sprung shut upon themselves instead of me. Now look what Selah says in the Passion. It's time to pause in his presence. Man, that blessed me like you don't want to know. I'm ready to start a series called Pausing in His Presence. I'm serious. Because think of that. Do I take the time to pause in the presence of God? Am I pausing? Frantic fear has tried to overwhelm me, but God has me pausing in his presence. And basically, when I pause in the presence of God, the fears of the earth get quiet real quick. Man, that is so good. That's what Jesus was even saying when he said, um, peace, be still. Remember in the storm, he said, peace, be still. Basically, he was saying this, that word peace, be still. The be still and the peace side both have the same identity of muzzling or making mute the problems of life. Man, wouldn't that be cool? 
You just got like, you know, you got the clicker on the TV and you're just like, something's just going off the rail or you got to hear somebody, you just hit the mute mute and they're like, right? Everybody's talking, you know what I'm saying? But you can't hear it no more. Wouldn't that be amazing just to pause in the presence of God, hit the mute button. On, that's what he's saying. He said, peace be still. That's what he was talking about. He said, I'm telling this situation and circumstance, be quiet because I'm here and I'm greater than the circumstance. So it has no more voice in your life. And that's what fear is. It's trying to find a voice in your life. I'm going to teach you the powerful tools to overcome fear in every area of your life because fear is a spirit and fear is the opposite or the reciprocal, the opposite reciprocal of faith. So when you're in faith, fear is going to be there. So guys, one of the greatest things I could tell you is this. Fear isn't going away, okay? You have to face your fears. Fear is not going to leave. Fear is not, you can't just bury your head in the sand and think fear is just going to walk away. Fear isn't going to leave your life until you challenge it with the truth. That is the most important thing I could tell you. A lot of times people say, I'm scared. Like I see people, man, you see, I'm scared to go to the doctor. Why? I'm scared of what he's going to tell me. No, guys, come on. I'm afraid of, you know, I'm afraid one day something's going to happen. No. I'm afraid of my future. I'm afraid I might lose my job. I'm afraid for my safety. I'm afraid to fly. There's a lot of fears, phobias, and frights out there. But I want you to know that God has not given you the spirit of fear. Okay? The sp he calls it a spirit of fear. So that means there's a spiritual aspect of fear. It's a, it's a, it's a voice. It has an identity behind it. It has, it has it has a feeling, it works on all the senses, and it is challenging if you're not careful and you don't if you don't know how to eradicate fear in your life, you might just get stuck in trying to push through something and not know how to do it and just get to the point like I just want to stop. We're gonna make it, we're gonna pause in the presence of God. Look what Job 37, 14 says. I got it in the Good News translation. In Job 37, 14, he tells him, man, he says, pause, hearken unto this, O Job, stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. Listen what it says in the Good News translation. The GNT says this, pause a moment. Man, I like it, right? Job and listen. Pause a moment and listen. Man, what would my life look like if I paused in his presence? I can't shake that idea. I got this like a couple weeks ago, and I've been sitting there trying to train myself to pause in God's. Come on, put that in the comments right now. Everybody comment right now. I'm pausing in his presence. I'm pausing in his presence. Man, you feel that? I feel it right now. I feel it right now. Come on. What are you going to do? Everything's going, woo, off the edge. You just got to pause in his presence. And I love it, right? Because not only did he say, I'm going to pause, I'm going to put everything else on mute. I'm going to mute the world for a minute and get my composure and grab a hold of my reality and be transformed. Now, you got to think, 
I'm going to transform my uh, this this arena here. Whatever's going on, I'm going to reach into some heavenly. I'm going to reach into some heavenly substance and pull in some peace and some pausing moments. I'm going to put it on mute. Man, I'll tell you what. Things get so loud sometimes within your ears. It's tough. And fear, man. I'll tell you something about fear. Fear is a spirit. And um, you know, I kind of, I kind of. I kind of had to deal with this early in the ministry because um, I didn't realize what it was. It was like I was in Bible school one time. I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And it was really the enemy really just trying to stop me from the destiny that God had for me. And because of it, what I did was I had to learn how to press against the fear and really push into this thing and overcome it. And I never forget, you know, one time I was even in Bible school and I'm sitting there and I'm going, oh my God, you know, it was like, it was crazy, you know? And um, it was like, you know, I felt like, man, I felt like my, my heart started racing, you know? Um, I got like lightheaded. It was like, man, you name it, it was happening right there. And I'm sitting in this room, you know, with like, I don't know, a couple hundred kids in school, and I'm sitting there, and I was like, my head started getting lightheaded, I got a little loopy, and my heart started racing, and I'm going, oh my God, I'm like thinking, what am I, dying? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what's going on, and somebody's like, you know, you having a panic attack. I ain't no panic attack. It's fear. So I was like, what in the world's going on, you know? Got all loopy, and my heart started racing, it was coming out of my chest, like I cold, clammy hands. I got all sweaty and stuff. I was like, what in the world is this? And I never forget, I went, um, I went to go home and I told my buddy, my roommate, I was like, man, I was like, you're not going to believe this, man. And he, we were, he was like, hey, because you know, I heard so-and-so got messed up in that class too. And I didn't even pull out of the driveway. And they're like, hey, did you hear so-and-so had to go to the hospital? This guy thought he was having a heart attack for crying out loud. I was like, are you serious? And they were in the class with us. And I don't know what was going on that day, but obviously the spirit of fear was manifesting itself, you know? And I was like, man, I had this weird, and the person that was telling me, I was like, I had this symptom was just like, I, I was like, what, what you mean? I said, what happened for you? They're like, I got lightheaded. I said, I got lightheaded. You know, I'm not trying to like, be negative in my confession. I'm trying to figure out whether I was dying, you know? <laughs> straight, straight up, you're going to love this. I was like, well, if no better place to die than here. You know, I'm figuring I'll just die here and Brother Hagen can raise me from the dead. That's what I really seriously thought. I was in Brother Hagen's class, and it wasn't like, you know, you'd like thinking, like, is it demonic? You know, obviously it's not God. And you're like, what is this? You know, and I felt it, man. It was real. It felt real to the physical. It felt real because, you're, you know, your heart is doing like this, and you're like, what is this? And then it all went away. And I resisted it because I went like this. Oh, if I die, no better place to die than here. You know what I mean? I'll die, and Brother Hagen can raise me from the dead, and... I could have a great testimony. Hallelujah, amen. That's what I was literally thinking in his seat. But the Bible says, loving your life not unto the death. You got to almost sometimes face fear with that kind of means. Like, I'm not leaving. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I, if I got to die, I'll die, and I'll come back from the dead. Not that I was that strong, guys. Please understand, but this was physical. I felt it. It was tangible. Well, next day, make a long story short, we found out the guy said he had the same symptoms. The, the lady I was talking to, she, I said, what is going on? And that got me going. I said, you know what? Something, wait a minute. This fear thing is real, and it has symptoms. And if I could start helping people overcome the sin, I wrote a book, Overcoming the Spirit of Fear. Matter of fact, Mastering the Fear. We'll republish it. 
I'll find it and republish it. I can help some people. The Mastering the Fear book is one of our first books. We printed it when we went to India. And I was like, I can help people here. Guys, those symptoms that you're feeling, obviously you know are not coming from God. They are the tools of the enemy to get you to buy the lie. So let's work on pausing in the moment and overcome this thing. Because what happens is sometimes we could almost get messed up. We got to get the order of this. We got we to gotta hear God. And we got to pause in the moment. And, and, and that was like what happened for me. And what happens is this, fear as a spirit. And I'm going to read this to you. Pausing a moment is so good. But let's look at 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Now, you got to get this now. It's really good. Because God tells you what it is. For God has not given us the spirit of fear. He calls it right there. Do you ever see that? I know you know this, but I think this is really important, guys but of power, love, and a sound mind. Now, what what do you mean God hasn't given? Did we catch the first part, though? The spirit of fear. So he's saying fear isn't just a feeling, it's a spirit. Now, you got got to pull that in. I know sometimes you know, I know. You guys are like, Pastor Chris, you a spiritual dude. (laughs) You know, somebody come up to me. I I don't remember what it was, but it was something. They're like, Man, you guys are really like, you know, well, no, it, the Bible's a spiritual book. It's not a, like a story book. It's a real book about spiritual life. Come on. So when I tell you, you know, like, you know, I, I was talking to somebody who think about praying in the spirit, and they're like, you guys, you know, I don't, I don't know about, no, this is, this, is, this is the Bible. This is this word right here, guys. He said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. So wait a minute. He said, fear, somebody said this, fear is a spirit. Come on, let's expose that spirit. Man, this is going to be so good for you. Guys, listen to me. Fear has a thought of torment. Some of you have been tormented by fear. Listen to me. This is so important. That's why I want you to share this stuff. Man, I actually think there was a season early in my walk with God that I was maybe even tormented by fear because it was telling me, man, you know, just stuff. And I didn't know how to navigate and I didn't realize it was a spirit. And how many know fear is talking to you? Fear is talking to you loud and clear. So you're telling me it's just, oh, it's a feeling. It's a feeling. It's a feeling with a voice. It's a feeling with, if you go do that, and the, the thought of fear, and I mean, I had to fight that thing, and I overcame it. And, and I want you to know I'm going to help you. But you got to understand, it's tormenting. It's, 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 it's not only just, it's a, it's a spirit. It's not just a feeling. Does that make sense? Like, you're like, oh, you can go to some group and they'll tell you how to overcome fear, the, you know, the phobia. No, that's a spirit, man. The spirit of fear. It's the spirit behind it that's producing the fear in your life. It's demonic. Are you, are you with me? So here's what I'm saying. So God has not given us the what? Spirit of fear. You see it right there? He says right there, spirit of fear. So wait a minute, Pastor Chris, we're exposing fear. Come on. Get them comments. Go put them in there. This is how you help people. Fear is a spirit. Put it in there. We're going to break this thing. Come on, somebody. Overcoming the spirit. So it means it's talking. It's setting up the scenario for you. It's freaking you out before you get there. Come on, man. It has a voice. If you allow fear to remain active in your life, it's going to take hold of your thoughts. It's going to power. It's going to paralyze your forward movement. That is what you, man. I'm gonna tell you right here now. 
Write this down. Fear. Put it in the comments. I like this because we're interactive now, guys. This is, this is how we're doing it for a while. You know what I mean? We're interactive. So if you go in the comments and put, it's paralyzing your forward movement. Man, that is so good. It's trying to suffocate your God-given destiny. That's a fear. The two things, the two strengths of fear, right hand and the left hand, the knockout punch, trying to knock you out is this. One is what? It's trying to paralyze your forward movement, your forward momentum. It's trying to stop you in your tracks. And the next thing is this. It's trying to suffocate your God-given destiny. That's what it tries to do. That is the element of fear. Paralyze forward movement, forward momentum. Doesn't want you moving forward. And I'm going to tell you what. I, I, I'm telling you, I've dealt with people, man, a lot of times, People are afraid to be free, especially when it comes to arenas of addiction. I've tried so many times and failed. I don't want to try no more. So I'm afraid to be free. I'm afraid. This is literally so powerful. This is almost like it's like almost like a psychological window we're looking through, but it's a spiritual place. God's way smarter. So, I mean, I love, the, I love all the, you know, hey, I'm down, man. I'm down, you know, with, with all of it, you know. But I want you to see this. Why some of you stood trapped in addiction for decades is you were afraid to be free. Do you realize that? This is the truth. I was dealing with people and God said, they're afraid to be free. I said, what do you mean you're afraid to be free? Being free is where they want to get to. No, you're afraid to be free because the responsibility of freedom is going to take way more effort than it would to be staying bound. So I'm going to just stay bound because I don't want to have to constantly fight next week the mind dealing that I'm going to have to fight so I'll stay bound. You've stayed in bad relationships because of fear. You've made bad decisions because of fear. You've felt insecure because of fear. Fear is a spirit. And I say this, the opposite or one of the reciprocals or one of the opposites of faith is fear. So imagine this, every time faith was heard, fear arose to try to stop you from stepping out the steps of faith. Man, you're telling me this isn't an enemy? It might be your number one enemy. And here's the thing about fear. It comes in all shapes, all sizes, all words, all thoughts, all suggestions. But I'm telling you what it's trying to do. Remember this, it's trying to paralyze your forward momentum and it's trying to suffocate your God-given dream, your destiny. Through Christ, God has given us the power to overcome these obstacles. Every attempt that the enemy has set in your way, no matter what the circumstance, God has given us the power to break the spirit of fear. It's found in the anointing. Off your life, and he's given you the strength to fight against and be victorious every tactic of the enemy and Every area of our life. Man, ain't that good news? God has given you power to face and conquer the fear with the word of God and the spirit of God. God wants us to be overcomers, man. So he gave us the book to overcome. You know, one of the scriptures we're going to use is this, Isaiah 10, 27. Man, I'm, I'm sliding in the anointing pocket. Look what Isaiah 10, 27 says. And it shall come to pass 
in that day. This burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder. Man, I'm getting ready to break the burden of fear off of your shoulders. Fear, I'm going to talk about it this week and next week. The next two weeks, we are going to do this series on overcoming the fear. Because I don't want you being bound up by fear in any area of your life. Look what it says. And it shall come to pass. Well, what's coming to pass, Craster Chris? Glad you asked. That the burden shall be taken from off thy shoulder and the yoke off thy neck. And it shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Amen. God has placed the anointing in the word to remove the spirit of fear out of your situations and out of your circumstances. So listen, guys, I want, I want fear will try to wrap itself around your momentum. It'll try to wrap yourself itself around your destiny, and it'll try to choke the life out of your dreams, your plans, your future. But you have the anointing of Christ. The anointing will break you free from all these weights and bondages. Christ Jesus, through his word, through faith, through taking those steps, he will, he will allow you to break through. And some of you, I want you to know, stepping forward in faith, trusting God will help you heal and destroy the pain of your past. I'm promising you, some of you, the fear of the future is keeping you trapped in your past. I want you to know we're going to overcome the spirit of fear. And this is the thing I want to say to you from my heart to yours. Guys, if you're dealing with fear, I want you to know something. I know, it's, I know it feels real. I don't want to come across as the insensitive spiritual guy. Does that make sense? Like, oh, Pastor Chris, sounds real good because you did it. No, I know what it feels like to wake up and have fear, try to tell you what your day is going to be. You know what I'm saying? I want you to know that the torment of fear is over in your life. The Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. God loves you so much. And I'm going to say this, and this might be sound a little whatever. God loves you so much that he sent me with this word to help you overcome the fear of your life. So important, guys, that we get this and understand this in church, that you pray to heaven and God moves in the earth. And this is how he does it, through the anointed teaching of the word of God so you can overcome every single obstacle coming your way. I promise you, I promise you, without a shadow of a doubt, I know that God has brought me to you to help you overcome the fear that you've been feeling, the fear of tomorrow, the fear, the phobia, Whatever it is, I want you to know God is greater than anything you're facing. And we're going to do this thing together. We are going to, oh, come on, man. Comment right there. Make that your, these are like confessions, you know, a little comment thing. Like, you know, this one, I'm going to overcome fear. Come on, somebody. Put it in there. Like, I'm overcoming fear. That's what my goal. This week, next week, by the time these two weeks come, I'm going to overcome the fear I'm facing. I'm going to help people overcome fear. Matter of fact, I'm going to text somebody right now that knows dealing with fear. I'm sharing this on my feed, and I'm going to see people's life change. We are going to master the fear that's trying to come against us in this season of life. Because fear is just trying to trap me, but I know God has given the ability to overcome. You know, God, one thing about God 
God wants to make sure everything in your life, everything in your life is given to you. Everyone experiences fear, but there's, there's, there's kind of like this. Some people feel fear in areas more than others. And ain't nobody, in this, nobody watching me right now and say, oh, you know, I don't deal with any kind of fear. You will sooner or later. And right now you might be like, well, I'm not afraid of anything. Well, guess what? We could all find a place where if we choose to be, it could be a real tension-filled moment. Listen to this. It's very important to understand what fear is so I can face it and combat it. Fear is a spirit. Write that down. It's a spirit, and I'm going to learn how it works. And if I understand where it comes from and how it works, I'm sure to find out how to overcome it. So God is not giving you any fear. Fear is a tool that the enemy uses to try to make our life miserable. I'm telling you, he's trying to rob the joy out of your life. The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's why if the joy's out, man, it just becomes like, I'm so over this. I've so had it. I can't take it anymore. You know, fear really starts with a feeling. Before it's a feeling, I should say it like this. It's fear, really fear starts with thoughts. And then thoughts turn into feelings. And then feelings turn into the next level of stronger and stronger, stronger feelings. Eventually to the point where some people are gripped. I heard a story about a person who couldn't leave their house. You ever watch some of this stuff? Like people are gripped. They're, they're, so, they're in so far into this phobia. They can't leave their house, man. They can't, like, they can't. They're afraid. Some people, you know, I mean, some people, you got to, you're afraid of spiders or something. You know what I mean? I mean, I think some of that stuff's just like, go step on one. You know what I mean? You know, if something's freaking you out like a spider, next time you see one, I mean, maybe we'll keep some here at the church when we find it. You can come here and step on them. I'll hold your hand and you can step on it and we'll get over it. All right? I've had people afraid of heights, you know, and they come. <laughs> I was at a meeting one time. I swear it is true. I was at a meeting. It was one, I don't know, it was a faith meeting. And they're like, well, if you're afraid of heights, you know, somebody was afraid of the elevator. And um, I think it was Ken Copeland said, somebody who was in the meeting was afraid of the elevator. And they were like, just go in the elevator in the lobby. Just go up and down like 50 times until you break it. You know what I mean? And people were like, oh, my God, you're crazy. You know, it was like kind of story like that. But that's what you're going to have to do. You got to face your fear. You know what I mean? And I know I don't want to freak nobody out. They're like, Pastor Chris is going to make me do it. Yeah. I'm going to make you do it. If you come here and you tell me you're afraid of it, I'm going to make you do it. I'll bring you up on the roof or something like that if you're afraid of heights. Make you climb a ladder because you got to face it. The only way to overcome your fear is face it. And then, you, ever, you ever hear that story? Uh, this is a funny joke. It's like a joke. A guy said, you know, it was a guy and, he was, and the devil came to him and the devil said, if you take one more step, if you take one more step, I promise, yeah, I'm telling you right now, you take one more step, I'm going to kill you. This guy was telling the story, and it was like, you know, it's like, it's like a joke, so just go with it. And he said, I want you to take one more step, or I'm going to kill you. And the guy said, well, I'm either not going to take it. And he took a step, and the devil backed up. He said, I'm telling you right now, you take one more step. You take one more step. You take one more step. I'm going to annihilate you. I'm going to kill you. And the guy said, all right, well, it worked one time. Took another step. Devil stepped back. He said, I promise you right now. You take one more step. You take one more step. I'm going to kill you right now. Guy took another step, and the devil just kept going back. See, the devil's just a bully. He can't fight you. Then he tries to do it. I heard, I heard, I heard a preacher one time. Um, I've even used it. He said, the devil said to him, he said, well, I'm going to kill you. He said, oh, really, are you? He said, okay, I'll give you a minute. Go ahead. I'm not challenging the devil, but he's a liar. 
He's a liar. You don't have to be a scary of no bully. I'm drawing a line in the sand. You take one more step, I'm going to get you. And God took a step. Took a step. And what happens when you take a step? You take a step and you resist the enemy. Because he, he can't do nothing. Jesus said, he said, he said, go into all the world and preach the gospel because of my name. Remember the disciples came back and said, at thy name, even the devil listens. He said, don't worry about that. He goes, that's easy. He said, just be happy you're, you're going to be with me one day in heaven. That's the exciting part. I've given you all power and authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the devil. And then you got victory. Look at this. Fear, if we don't understand it, we got to understand this part of it. It's a tool. It begins with the thought, and it creates emotions. And those emotions can rule you if you're not careful because they'll seem so real, you might identify yourself with them. That's so important. It sometimes becomes so strong and so intense, it really tries to make you and me be foolish in our action and almost prevent us from doing what is good. That is really strong. It, get, it tries to build this paper mache thing, and it's like, I can't do that. It's, it, it builds this other arena out of fear that limits what you can do and tries to basically prevent you from doing what God has asked you to do and make foolish decisions over here based upon the fear. Because this thing, this is how Satan attacks people, and if people don't know it, he uses the tool of fear to do it. Here's the thing. It's one of the most, I like this definition. I found this. Fear is the master spirit that uses manipulation over people to keep them out of God's will. Fear is a master spirit that uses manipulation to keep people out of God's will. Bottom line, we know it's the opposite of faith, and God wants us to stay in faith. Satan wants you to walk in fear, but here's the big thing. I want you to know it's a, it is a master spirit. Fear is a master spirit that uses manipulation over people to keep them out of God's will. That's all he's doing. I'm going to make you so scared you won't go in. Man, isn't that good? That's Proverbs 23, 7, guys. The enemy knows. He knows. Let's look at Proverbs 23, 7. Y'all know. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. He just wants you to have these wrong ideas in your spirit, and then you're so you can't get out there. Listen, the key is this, and you and I don't know this. Fear has a voice. Oh, my God, does it not? Oh, it's so loud. Now, here's the big thing. Well, what has God given me and you to walk in his freedom? He's given us his word. This is why it's so important to produce Romans 12, 1 and 2. Let's look at it. Because, you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, even though I, I got these ones in me. You know what I mean? Amen. Praise the Lord. Look what it says in Romans 12, 1. Just give them that. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Let's pop that up there. Let's look at it. Because sometimes when you look at the word, you get it in your eye and you get it in your ear. You know, it makes you, makes you kind of absorb it a little bit more. Romans 12, 1. I could even just tell you what it says. It says, because I only gave him two. It says, this, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your body a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not, and be not conformed, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Why? 
by the renewing of your mind. Renew your mind. It's a spirit. Renew your mind. It's a spirit. Well, you know, I'm afraid when I'm outside. That's a spirit. I'm afraid of this world we're living in. That's the spirit talking to you. Look, I'm a, let me tell you something right now. You, people ain't going to like this one, but you better, you better hear me. Well, I'm afraid to go outside. Well, you, you're afraid to go outside. I'm afraid. To, I'm afraid. That's a spirit, buddy. That's a spirit talking to you. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that, you know, somebody might take it. No, 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 no. You better hear what I just said. The devil, listen, I had a really good conversation. I'm going to tell you right now. If you are afraid of, of whatever it is you're afraid of, I'm afraid, I'm afraid for my life. I'm afraid for my children's life. I'm afraid for my family. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid to be outside. I'm afraid. You've heard every kind of I'm afraid. Have you, we not? Okay, now put your little thinker on because I'm saying something too that hopefully you can get. Well, I'm afraid. Okay, well, uh, why are you afraid? You're not afraid because of the news. The news is just a tool so that spirit can speak to you. Well, I'm afraid. Uh, what are you afraid of? I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid of. I'm afraid. Well, I could be afraid. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid. Wait a minute now. I get it. I understand it. But the fear is a spirit. Fear is not a fact. Fear is a spirit. Look, you say, Pastor Chris, you go to the edge of a building and lean over. You ain't afraid? No, I'm not afraid. I have wisdom tell me don't get too close to the edge, but not fear telling me jump. You see what I'm saying? It's all about how you're looking at this. How Pastor Chris, have you been there? I've been on top of a building one time, and they're like, well, I was like, look, I'm, I've been up high. And I was like, look, you lean over the edge. It's, it's spooky, but here's the thing. Go slow. Fear, wisdom gives me perimeters where I should be, how I should respond. Fear gives me a, a phobia of not there. No, fear isn't stopping me from getting too close to the edge. Wisdom is. You see the difference? You don't let fear tell you what you can do. People are worried about, well, I'm afraid. I'm afraid for this. I'm afraid for that. No, that's a spirit that needs to be corrected with the word of God. That's why I said renew your mind. When you get a revelation that fear is a spirit, how in the world are you going to let, you're going to let, it'd be like this. If I told you the devil was walking down the street and he was talking to you, this is what I'm saying right here. You, you ready? Man, time is flying in here. Listen, if, if I came to you and I said, if the devil come walking down the street with a pitchfork in his hand and big old horns on his head and a big old red tail, and he said, hey, it's me, the devil. I'm talking to you. Wouldn't you be like, man, that's the devil. You wouldn't listen to it, would you? I mean, if the devil physically manifested for you and said, hey, I'm the devil, and I'm talking to you right now. Well, how would you be dumb if we listened to him? Would we not? That's why he doesn't come. He shows up in fear. He shows up in all these phobias. He's like, oh, no, you can't do that. I'm afraid of where I'm going to be. Let me tell you. And let me tell you what. 
I'm afraid of this, and I'm afraid of that, and I'm afraid nobody's going to do this. I've got people talking everything, right? You've heard it all. I'm afraid of not having enough money. I'm afraid of getting sick. I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of somebody this. I'm afraid of somebody leaving me. I'm afraid of dying young. I got people, I know people, they were so afraid. I'm going to tell you right now, and I ain't going to tell you who they are because they don't go to church. I know people were so afraid of getting a certain kind of sick, they went and tried to get the doctor to give them the operation before they could get sick. I'm serious. Serious. We know everybody in the family done had it, so I think I'm going to have it too. So why can't we just do this? Early? No. No, now look, I ain't, I ain't saying no good. Don't doctor, go to the doctor. But you can't be so afraid you make it manifest. Job was so scared, all this stuff manifested on him. You got to resist the spirit. I'm afraid I'm getting older, and you know, I'm as I get older, I don't know if I'm going to have my health. Hush your mouth. God gave you 120 years. Live healthy. You got to get a revelation that this fear is talking to you. Well, I'm afraid nobody's going to take care of me. God said, I ain't going to leave you nor forsake you. I'm afraid nobody's going to love me. God didn't tell you you're going to be alone. It's not good for nobody to be alone. He'll bring somebody. Put a little paint on that barn and get fixed up. Fix your hair a little bit. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Put a little paint on the barn. Even the old barn needs some new paint. Hallelujah. Us can't take it all day. Come on. You know what I'm saying. Be friendly for crying out loud. I got no friends. Nobody likes me. Maybe you ain't friendly. Get a breath mint and praise be to God or something. I don't know. But know this. You got to overcome these things. Who's talking to you? I'm not going to have enough money. Oh, my God, the economy. Oh, the world's going to end. Oh, God, the virus. I know the virus. Listen, I'm not sitting here telling you this thing. Come on, man. This stuff's real. Got to be crazy not to think this stuff is real. Stuff's going on. We know what's going on. Man, we've been affected by it here. You can't be scared of getting sick. He just said, I took sick on me on the cross. Guys, I'm not talking about you walking around here like you ain't got no sense, but I am saying this. What's, who's, talk, who's talking to you? You know what I love about the Lord? He finds Adam in the garden. I said, where are you? He said, I'm, I'm scared. Why are you scared? Because I'm naked. Who told you you were naked? Because I never said that to you a day in my life. The minute... Adam sinned. The voice of Satan arose and said, you're not qualified to be in God's presence because of your action. That's why Jesus undid it. You see it? Who's talking to me? Who, who told you you ain't this? Who told you you can't? Who said this to you? I don't talk like that to you, Adam. Who told you that about yourself? Is fear, here's my question. Is fear trying to hold you back? How many people got gifts, talents, abilities, God-like qualities, all this great stuff, but they're not, they're not, they're not using them anymore because they tried, maybe they failed, and maybe they feel like fear is waiting there, like, I quit. So many people may be frustrated because, you know, maybe they don't know what the, what's supposed to be going, but I know I tried and it didn't work. I'm afraid of failing. I don't want to fail no more. I'm afraid what people would think about me. I'm afraid of how people see me. I got, now listen, fear might not be like you're quaking in the boots, but I care. I have a care and concern. You know, one of the things that fear is a byproduct is it cares. I care what people think about me. I care what people say about me. I care how people see me. I 
care. I care about how people talk about. Who cares about all that? Don't be insecure. Insecurity is just a byproduct of fear. That's all that is. I'm insecure in myself. Well, that's because you haven't been made perfect in love yet. You're lovable just the way you are. Look at this. Once you get this new person in Christ figured out, you're not going to be worried about that old place. I want you to look at this. I got the Ephesians 2.10 in the Amplified. I want to read this to you, and we're going to kind of wrap it up tonight. But when, when you and me became born again, something happened. Listen to what it says. For we are God's own handiwork. Ain't that good news? His workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew that we may what? Do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time. He's got this thing laid out. Listen to this. Born anew, we may what? Live in the good life, prearranged and made ready for us. So whatever Jesus is, we, he gave us the same ability to be too. Jesus ain't afraid. We're going to overcome. We're going to overcome. He's courageous. He's a conqueror. He's capable. He's bold. He's strong. And he's anointed. That's what he said here. As we start meditating on these truths, everybody's got these things. But how do we start overcoming? I'm, I'm going to give you one here. I want you to look at this. Can we look? This, let's just go to 1 John 4. I want you to see this 1 John 4. And I, when we look at it, we'll look at 1 John 4 right around 18. Let me go there. And we're going to leave it at this because I want you to see this. I mean, if you want to go a little bit f- further up just so you can get a better understanding of this. Okay? Um, look at verse Let's just look at verse 16 if you can. If you can flip it up there. If not, I can read it. It might come out a little different. But let me read it, and you can stay on 18. Just stay on 18. And we have known and believed the love that God hath toward us. God is love. He that dwelt in love dwells in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no, oh, you got to get this. There is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear because fear hath torment, and he that feareth is not made perfect in love. Man, if you could get the perfection of love, you can overcome fear. The message, let's just read it in a couple of translations. If you could pop it in the message, great. If not, I got it. We'll take a minute. Listen what it says in the message, and then I want you to look at this. And this is so, so good, because the message just overexpounds just a little bit. Look at this. There is no fear in love, but perfect love dries out fear. You see that right there? Listen what it says in the message Bible. There is no room in love for fear. My God, ain't that good? That is so good. You got that? Let them see that. Isn't that good? Didn't that brother? Come on. Are you pausing in his presence? Let's just pause in this. You know what I mean? Pause for a minute. Hear what I'm saying. Pull this in. Let it transform your life. Listen to this right here. This is so good. I thought this was powerful. There is no room in love for fear. That means like in love, there's no fear. There's no room for it. Can't get in. So if I stay in love, I can't get no fear. Well-formed love banishes fear. 
since fear is crippling, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment, is one not yet fully formed in love. My God. I want to show you another thing, too. I like the Amplified, what the Amplified says, and I think it'll be good for you to see this because this is so good. But it's, it's overexpounding. Love. Love is the key. If you stay in love, you stay in faith. And if you stay in faith, you got to stay in love. They work together. Where there's perfect love, there is no fear. We can overcome fear with the love of God. Look what it says here in the Amplified. So strong, really, really overexpounds too. I love it that it's there. There is no fear in love. Why? Because dread does not exist. But full, grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love and is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. Man, ain't that good? God loves me. Listen, what can separate me and you from the love of God? Can this, nothing. Love, God loves you so much. He's got every hair on your head numbered. God's got you in the palm of his hand. God's got your back. So if God's got me, fear can't overcome me. So guys, remember this. As you start pressing against fear, looking at fear, telling fear there's no way you're going to overcome me. I'm overcoming you. Here's what you got to remember. God loves me too much to leave me out here by myself. God's not going to leave me by myself, even though I'm facing it, even though I'm seeing it, even though I'm walking through some valleys and some shadows of death. I will not fear, for you're with me. Your presence is with me. Your love is with me. God loves me too much to let me fail. Perfect your love walk. Be a person of love. Know that you are loved and know that God's not going to let nothing happen to you. You know, it's kind of like this. You know, I, I, as a father, you give up your life for your kids. You protect your children. You love your children. But I got news for you. I'd protect another, a little kid that wasn't even my own. I would because I, I, a little kid cannot defend for themselves. If I seen a little kid, you know, not too long ago, you know, I got stuck. I had to, take, I had to move into action quick, and gr- gr- the kid was, it wasn't a good situation. And I moved, and you know, I just did something. It was great, and they're like, "Oh my God!" Everybody was appreciative, but it was like you don't even think about what you got to do to protect a child. You just move. You just do. You know what I mean? How much more would your heavenly Father protect you? You're telling me the fear that's trying to chase you down, He's gonna let get a hold of you? No. Stay on your ground. Keep, the, keep this. Remember this. Keep the word of God in your heart and in your mouth and in your mind and stand before your fear and tell it, your days of running me are over. Because the Bible says, when you know the truth, the truth shall set you free. Your brand new season of freedom is here and it's now. Guys, I promise you this. It is going to be a supernatural season to overcome the fear that might try to grip your life. Come on, let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you right now for each and every person watching tonight, listening today, listening and watching, wherever they are, God. I thank you, God. Maybe they're dealing with fear. And if you're dealing with fear, I want you to be serious with God. Just say this out loud with me. Say, Jesus, thank you. I know that you have not 
given me the spirit of fear. And right now, I take the spirit of faith, and I resist the spirit of fear, and I walk in the love of God, and I rebuke it, and I resist it, and I'm going to walk in freedom from this moment forward. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen and amen, and praise the Lord. Guys, I want you to know this, man. As you take time to trust God, love people, see your life changed and transformed, your life's going to go to a whole new level. I love you. I'm going to see you Sunday morning, 1030 live, 9 and 1030 via the internet. I'm excited to be with you guys. I miss you. Can't wait to see you. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for building a little online community so we can reach other people. Because guess what? That's our responsibility as preachers and teachers of the gospel and believers and disciples. We've got to share our faith with others. As you share your faith with others, God's going to share his life with them too. I love you. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.